Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is, yeah, this is how, yeah. It's revisionist math. It's revisionist math, and it's also Lisa Rinna trying desperately to be staying relevant in the Beverly Hills because that it's going to shake up after this season. Oh, they're going to recast. I have to be honest. I kind of liked last night, not the the Eric King's crap, because I'm sick of her, but I liked the Kathy Hilton and and, um, who's her sister? Kyle. Kyle. I Mm -hmm. loved them giggling and Mm -hmm. laughing Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. It just reminds you of sitting there and laughing with your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dropped, you know, a season on the floor. I thought it was so cute. It, it, It was. I'm just saying that the Beverly Hills is lighter and better because they also have like six people. It's fun. I mean, they have the yeah. Erica Dark And their clothes are so fantastic. Yes, yes. There's a lot to look at and and uh, enjoy. There really is. You know, and just kind of go, oh my God. Dorit's Louis Vuitton head to toe. I've oh never seen gosh. more of it. She's just a walking logo. Yeah, it's her storyline. Yeah, I hate logos so much. But so it, it is her storyline now at this point. That yeah. she's a walking logo? She's a walking logo. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's nothing going on with her. So she's okay. just... Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What do we know? Yeah. Okay. So uh, yesterday, you know, you wanted to celebrate uh, the future king of England. It was the, a day early. A day early. George, who used to be a baby just a mere eight years ago. The royal prince, the toddler, baby George. George is now. He's eight. He's eight. And he's got those. Look at those cute teeth. He's you so know, he's cute. got classic Very. eight-year-old. We've all had these teeth. So cute. Not everybody had eight. Holly, thanks for posting that. He's very cute. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't even know if they should release. There was like some back and forth in the palace walls. Should they even release the future king's photo this year? And, of course, it was taken by his mom. Right. He's a cutie. But he, he really but doesn't look any that much different from seven. But I want to know if he's going, going to boarding school in the fall. Because this would be Is the that age. When they go? This is when they go. Third Joey, grade? can you imagine no. saying goodbye to your no, eight year old? This is the really... aristocratic English custom. Oh, that makes me sad, isn't it? I don't yes. think Diana wanted to do it, and she was forced to do it. So, yeah, to send them off at to such a young or age, something or wherever the at, heck at eight. That's so young. So, <gasps> I, for an American woman, this would have been an impossible thing to agree to. Mm-hmm. Not understanding it, English, no. yes, yeah. You know, I mean, at least, but like, and in, in that family, that's what they. I mean, this is. This is what happened to, we saw this in the ground, season three. Mm-hmm. We saw um, Charles get packed off to. Yes, we did. And bullied mercilessly. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Because he is going to be the king. I know. Yeah. So anyway, so that's going on. That's really what, I, that was what I wanted to know when I saw that. I thought, oh, he's eight. 
Is he going off to boarding oh, school in the fall? So sad. He probably is. I bet he, he is. That's the tradition. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh my gosh, I know you probably didn't even want to pay any attention to this, Julia, but it really did make my heart sing just a little bit because at one time... It's either about Madonna, Sharon Stone, or Prince Harry. Well, Madonna did host... <laughs> there you go. I just know. She did host Thank a, you, Holly. Thank she you, did Holly, host a disco night, disco oasis... Uh, Oh, that place looks like so much fun. So much fun. Where if you is go this? to California, it's open between now and October 8th. It's um uh It's uh, open by Nile Rogers. Yes, of Chic and Madonna hosted. She was like the MC last night, but there was no photos or whatever. And okay. it's it's you can roller skate, you can dance, oh, you can lovely. sit around. Lovely. Yeah, it's like and it's in a kind of a fun place. So huh. The of- South Coast Botanical Garden. Yeah. In L.A. In L.A., yes. Lots Palos of room. Verdes. Mm-hmm. Palos looks- Verdes? I yeah. know where that is. Yeah, so it, but it looks like a lot of fun. It sounds cheesy, but no, looks it looks like fun. a lot of fun. And the DJs, and if you don't want to roller skate, there's a wooden, like a disco dance floor oh, and then fine. places to sit down oh. and it's outside, you know, which yeah. sounds like California, everyone wants to be outside again, so... Anyway, no, the other person I wanted, the other thing that okay. we've been passionate passionate about, but we haven't really in the last year and a half because we've had other bigger things to worry about, like, you know, virus, vaccine, et cetera. Bees, Julia. Oh, the bees. 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 We never want our world to be without bees. Ever, 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 ever. Never kill a bee. If you find a bee in your house by chance, please Figure out a way to gently bring it outside. Do not smash the bee. Only kill the wasps. Oh, those wasps. I know it. So anyway, so uh, Angelina Jolie, remember when she did the bee in the photo a couple weeks ago? Like a more glamorous bee picture has never been taken. Well, Julia, she's also been the face of Guerlain for years. And that has been an amazing pairing between those two, both the fragrance and how she looks. And when they do the photo shoots, it's a very good branding. And they've been together, I want to say like 10 years, Mm -hmm. long time. Yeah. Yeah, It's been a while. Yeah. And anyway, so Guerlain began working with UNESCO's women for bees initiative, which is teaching women in countries where Poverty, or maybe we would describe them as third world countries, but becoming beekeepers because apparently you it doesn't take that. It's like, remember our friend Charlie with the goats? Yes, 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 yes. That there is a thing, you know, like setting people up, yeah, women to be able to earn money. So Mm -hmm. Angelina became the face of that work, and she's the godmother to Women for Bees, this initiative, and she was in France. To give the diplomas out to the first group of um, young women and that have gone through the bee yes, tending they, program. That's right, Julia. They are ready to be beekeepers. And page six has it, and she was seemed so jazzed. They were all in their beekeeper outfits, and she's chatting with the graduates. And I think that the, it's like this accelerated training course, and they want to go to other countries. And these are the, going to be beekeepers in France. Maybe some immigrant women who've their families have immigrated to France. Mm-hmm. You know, good for her. I know. Well, Julia, it's just that I thought you would want to know that there's women of the bee 
Community. And, and community initiative. That No, you really didn't. You just wanted me to know that Angelina <laughs> Jolie is doing something nice because you know everyone can't stand her. Not everyone. It's, it's 50-50. Oh. Holly likes her. I do. Oh, mm-hmm. Holly. Yeah. She's a it's witch. A, but it's a 50-50 <laughs> She was thing. out prowl, prowling around with her kids today for the paparazzi. If you saw those pictures, did you see those? Imper- Listen, everyone who gets a photograph, it's George and Amal, we got them photographed getting off their boat in... Uh, Lake That's Combo. a picture I want to see. Yeah, it's posted. I love it. Yeah, it's they posted. look beautiful. She has the most beautiful white dress on. Amal, she's lovely, and he looks so great in his gray suit with the white shirt, no tie. His hair is like really a good steel. He's he's hot. He's very yeah. He's it's very dashing. Very dashing, like. Amal, you know, she doesn't have to worry about him being an old man for at least 20 years. You know? Okay. Okay. No, no. I'm I'm telling you, Julia, when you get to about 80, things start going haywire. Is that the age? It is. It's kind of like the marker in my mind when you should just expect to know that. And, you know, it doesn't mean it'll be haywire. We don't know which haywire. Brain, body. You know, one of the two. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's just, uh, you know, anyway, he, he looks dashing as hell. But she doesn't look at him like, I go back to Erica Jane, and she's always like, with her wham, wham, wham. They, I, I did love that Bravo threw up the picture of Tom Girardi at 48 and Erica at like 26. The picture of the two of them. And I thought. It should be like at 23. Or whatever, yeah, whatever it was. But they showed, they showed the. The photo of them, and he pretty much looks the same. He was yep. bald then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really was. That's why I don't believe for a minute that anything is wrong with him. I think that's the, that's the whole scam. Oh, that the, he's... Do you know how easy it would be to fake yes. diagnose an 82-year-old guy? But Erica, by her own words, kept saying, oh, he's a workaholic. He keeps working. And she's like, she's using she the has. show to do revisionist history. And Bravo is kind of letting her. They and are, Lori. That was what I was surprised about. Yeah, about. they are kind of letting her. But, I mean. Well, I'm looking at this photo of Erica and Tom when she was 27 and then he would have been, what, in his 50s? She looks unrecognizable. I can tell that it's Tom. Yeah, I can tell it's Tom Girardi in this photograph from you know, yes. 30 years ago or whenever yeah. they first met. But she, I would not be able to even link her to her current state. Yeah, no, she's been completely altered physically. Mm-hmm. You know, with plastic surgery yeah, she that has. Tom has paid for by stealing and embezzling from his clients for years and years and years. But we digress. But we digress. Yeah. I mean, it really is. The LA Times has it right. Everyone is watching the story because of all the deep ways that Girardi was connected with judges and police chiefs. Oh, right. And how, I mean, just like it's. It goes like lining pockets. There's probably a safe with blackmail stuff. I've watched too many TV shows, Bosch, and you know all that stuff. But you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I believe Ray Donovan. I mean, I I just think, oh my gosh, I wonder what who how he could get away with this Mm -hmm. for so long, moving money around. It was like a big, huge Ponzi scheme, legal Ponzi scheme. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Hi. Hi. Welcome to.
to your 520 Dirt Alert. We're going to revisit a story that we talked about in the 3 o'clock Dirt Alert update. That is the divorce of Dr. Dre and Nicole Young. So the update today is that Dr. Dre is going to be paying more than $3.5 million a year in spousal support to his ex-wife, Nicole Young. A court ruled earlier this week that Dr. Dre has to pay $293,000 each month, cover the expenses of their Malibu and Pacific Palisades home, along with taking care of Nicole's health insurance. Good. I am very glad for Nicole because I just feel like Dr. Dre has tried to do his loving wife of like 27 years dirty and then... Whatever. I mean, he's worth a gazillion dollars and they do have like five homes and this is how it works. California's a 50-50 state. Right. Community. I mean, you know what I mean? So like people go, well, who can? I mean, I always get mad when there's judgment on the woman or whoever it might be that's getting the money. No, you should get what you are legally entitled to. I agree. (laughs) Whoever says it's ever a good idea to leave money behind on the table and he was really firing, man, the attorney stuff at her. She had to hold her ground because he was very intimidating with his lawyers right. and stuff, trying to legal sweet talk her around because they still haven't settled. Right. They still have that whole he said, she said about the prenup. That's right. Don't you remember mm-hmm. on their 20th anniversary, yes. they had a romantic yes. thing or mm. something and he burned the, the prenup, prenup, but then she never, baby, I want to see the notarized copy of that. Sure. She forgot to follow up and they forgot to follow up. And then she found out he had like four mistresses and four different parts of the country. And yeah. Now, whatever it was. Now, yes. this agreement is going to be in place until Nicole remarries or enters into a new domestic partnership. Either of them dies or, quote, until further order of the court. So, so that's good. That's mm-hmm. uh, Nicole. Uh, good job with your attorney. I'm glad you hired who you hired. And good luck with the other thing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about another celebrity divorce. Scooter Braun and his now ex, Yale Cohen. So the latest report, according to the U.S. version of the Sun tabloid, is that Scooter and Yale had been living apart for 10 months before the divorce, but that sources say the pandemic put an incredible strain on their marriage. Yeah, well, that makes, I believe, the Sun in this case, because on July 6th, they did the, if you look at their Insta, oh, it was so loving and we've been together whatever it was seven years or whatever all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This anniversary, po- it was so kind of over the top. And then when they broke, then like a week later, they separate. But then the sources say they're living together and hoping to work it out. And then 10 days after that, he hires Laura Wasser, who usually um, represents, you know, wronged partners in some cases. But she did their prenup. So he got her and she's represent. And and now he wants a divorce just 10 days later. This has all the vibes of a midlife crisis. And I want to know if Erica Jane is in the middle of it. And that's have we why heard, have we heard any more on that rumor? Lauren? That was a Dumois, I believe, rumor that he was paying for um was it her apartment that they met at um like a swingers club. Okay. The the whatever the super secret, the one what's your password? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, and what's your black Amex card and so yeah, that is that is, that was the rumor, and that scooter, um, and I can totally he gives me such douchebag vibes. I don't know why I get the sense that he's the guy that can't can can't be real with his wife about sex and what he wants. Oh sure, he's a wheeler dealer negotiator. So it's like, well, surely I can negotiate for all my artists like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, yeah. and others. I can negotiate that way in my relationship too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, sources close <laughs> to Scooter Braun tell the son that the couple's relationship had simply broken down during the pandemic. Well, I mean, they I did ask you guys yesterday, six, four and two. That seemed like a stressful. And you said, Julia, no, they had help. But still, when you're stuck at oh, home and you're course. used to traveling. Yes. And I think he was more able easily to have his wandering ways discreetly when he could travel when he could travel and everything and maybe he got caught because maybe he only wandered as far as to erica jane's clubhouse which he's no longer paying for or you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it was more recent maybe it's where the place she's seeing now yeah, well, they, they're trying to paint the picture that, you know, they, they did what no, they no. could. They I did what am, they could. I am getting a vibe of there is so much dirty stuff going on with all of this, but they've he's going to give her a whole lot of money. Might be like, you know, Dr. Drayton, but the six, four and two. And they found out they really couldn't stand each other. She found out she really couldn't stand him at all. You know, yeah, and then it's you know, I suppose then the story is like, look, we're gonna we're gonna split. We're gonna, we have a prenup. We're gonna paint a pretty picture. We're gonna paint a pretty picture. I'm whatever we have negotiated at the beginning of this, it's satisfactory, and then we're gonna move on. And then yeah. who knows where the wiener is gonna wander next? Yeah, I know it, and that's why you he guys, is, <laughs> you guys, this has been a silly day. But Julia, it is true if you think about it. Think about having a six, a four, and a two, and being trapped at home. Okay. okay. And being used to having like really, I mean, I kind of got a feeling that like you've got the drivers and you're going here and you're going there and you're having me. Now you're at home and you're seeing what's happening. Okay. Stop. Okay. Stop. Anyway, I'm getting <laughs> Stop. a vibe of midlife crisis 
and something bad happened. And I do think she got sick of him, but I do think he was, um, you know, getting getting everything his little douchey ass could get. No. Oh, for <laughs> there you right, go. Move on. All right, let's move on to another comfortable talk- topic. That's the view. Yeah, so we have dueling, gossiping fe- uh, headlines about the view this okay. afternoon. Well, okay, what's the made-up headline? All right, so page six has the exclusive details saying that The View is in no rush to replace Meghan McCain. I believe that. Saying there's no scramble, they're taking their time to find the right person to fill the it's seat. It's the summer. Exactly. No one Don't is they have August out. off anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Well, so- because someone was uh, someone else said that they were going to hire like they named the two most like ex- Candace Owen and Kimberly Guilfoyle. And so they that's would, the Daily Mail yeah, saying they, that. They would, so I, I don't see AB I don't see ABC doing that or whatever, but um I don't know. Maybe they just want people to keep watching the show. Yeah. Make sure in these last you know, I think right? they just are on this week okay. and next week. Yeah. So page six is reporting. Now I think that page six sources are f- direct from ABC. Yeah. You know, they're, they're talking behind the scenes. They're not naming a replacement. They, they're looking at a lot of different guests, hosts, and, you know, they are going to fill that seat, it seems like, yeah. with, with the conservative viewpoint, because you know that's what? what Megan McCain was on well, the view before that. she yeah. left. Yeah. I that. have a suggestion yeah. for the view. S E Cup. I don't know what her, that's her initials, S E Cup. Yeah. I don't know. I think she would be good. Yeah. Now, there's been buzz, according to Page Six, that Anne Navarro would be joining the show full time. But sources at ABC say that uh, she wants a lot of money. Yeah. And I think she's like being the regular number one fill-in. S.C. It Cups. seems like kind of a good show, job. Yeah. S.C. Cups. Isn't she good friends with Megan McCain? I, I, think, I think they, they are friends. Yeah. 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 But wouldn't that be funny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give a good word for your bestie then. You yeah, give, give a good word. All right, that's yeah. the dirt this afternoon. She has a theory. It has. It has. Our and I'm going to give been you. Stressful. I'm going to give you the theory that. Uh, um, you know, do you guys believe in the concept of time travel? Yes. Uh, yes. Do we yes. do? I mean, in our books. Yes. In a ton of books. Yes. Time travel mm-hmm. is a thing. Well, guess what, Julia? Now, this is from the Journal of Neuroscience. So okay. this is not anything for you to look down your nose at me about. Okay. <laughs> this is for real. Uh-huh. This is not okay. a survey. Uh-huh. This is not uh something spawn con okay. content. This is the Journal of Neuroscience. Okay. And uh basically the theory is the passage of time is all in your mind. That we are already mentally time traveling. We just don't always know it. Okay. Okay. I, I, if you could watch this on YouTube right now, yeah. I mean the disgusted look mm-hmm. on my face. Holly's but smiling. Holly is genuinely pleased. Please, I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying to eat my M M&M and M without it showing on TV or the microphone. <laughs> this has been a stressful day around here, and then you're making up this thing from uh, some. The phenomenon of time is very uncomfortable. Yeah, it it is. It does make people uncomfortable. 
Why? Yes. Come on. Yes. Yes, it does, Jules. Okay, oh, yeah. go a little deeper. Give us a little Give more. Us the theory Give it, of it some for some people who weren't really listening fully or trying to eat their M and M. Well, this, this without is, focusing on the so content. How long has this time felt to you? It's felt like a long time. It feels like it's going I'm by on the spot. Because but it's going by very quickly and for Holly and I see because we're enjoying it. I'm trying to catch in, up when I because I didn't listen. Right. Okay. Damn. So here, all right. Let me. Let me. Here, let me. Back up for this is trippy findings and it's from French and Dutch researchers. Okay. And, um, so this is what they, to get evidence of this hard to conceptualize concept. Okay. The team studied the brains of epileptics who already needed invasive (laughs) electrode implants in their brains, independent of the research. So these were people who were already, Getting some brain shockwaves happening. They for, already for have medical reasons. Implants. Okay, sure. To keep them from having epilepsy. Okay. So they had severe drug-resistant epilepsy. They're waiting surgery. So part of the pre-surgical procedure involved already implanting electrodes in there to monitor. Okay. So they want you to know, first of all, this was not some sci-fi experiment. Because to get in there and add it, you know, see what they had to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, invasive. So anyway, so then they just asked people if they were willing to participate in these short experiments for us that that we could record. And what they found is that time cells fired at basically, I think a big question is episodic memory in particular is the memory of what happened, where and when, but sometimes depending on how much you enjoyed it, it seemed longer or it becomes more... um, We're trying to figure out how humans process time. It is an age-old question, in case you're wondering, Julia. Well, sometimes you just say time flies, and you think, where the heck did all that... Where was all that? My kid's suddenly 18. Right. What Mm -hmm. the heck happened? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just holding them. I just gave birth yesterday, and they're 18 right now. What... what So our brains have the... internal or if you will the inherent flow of time that has nothing to that's going on in the external world so sometimes you really can slow down in a way in your mind which is probably why some of these drugs are popular let's be frank because it slows down time (laughs) it it frees you appears so it feels in meditation yeah whatever but yes it's very hard to conceptualize i holly said it best there at the beginning and And we could be done with it yes okay we're trying to figure out how your brain encodes Time. time passage and memories all right we're figuring it out we're figuring it out but they had a chance to put in some electrodes and they got permission, and they did it. And that's what they found out. We can time travel in our mind. Mm-hmm. So let's time travel back to the 3 o'clock hour. I don't want to. And be better about buying my Rolling Stone Oh, tickets. my gosh, that was so <laughs> stressful. If you've just joined us, we, we had to relive. The Rolling Stone ticket for October 24th. There's no pre-sale. The tickets went on today. The Rolling Stones, the world's greatest today. rock and roll band, just dropped it on us overnight. We are thrilled. To announce, there were like seven cities that didn't get reannounced. Oh, they're not getting Vancouver out. We um, can't Canada. Can't go to Canada. Can't, yeah, well, I yeah. think it's opening it up. It is August opening 7th. up, but I better be. A... But they cut out like seven cities, uh-huh. and I think it was Charlie 
just saying, look, you guys, I know you guys are excited to go back out, but I don't want to do this. We got to shorten up the tour. I'm not willing to be out there another five weeks. Seven cities have to go. I mean, how many Salva Row suits can Charlie Watts buy? There yeah, you go. But it's he wants to be at home with his bees and his lovely wife and playing. Oh, maybe his, give to Angelina's going to drop yeah. by and give him a certificate and for going to the bee program. Swishing his little swisher <laughs> over his jazz drum, Julia. Uh, I <laughs> and he paints too. I think. Oh, fantastic! He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Watts. But I, that's what my theory is. That's why those seven cities got lopped off. All right. That just Charlie put his foot down and he said, because if you notice that tour is just like two and a half months. It's very brief. Brief. Those guys. Oh, Mick. Oh, I can't, I got to go look to someone. Look at his Instagram. I wonder if he started dancing. Practicing. Okay. Is he at the bar? Okay. What is the countdown <laughs> yeah. to this? How many days? <laughs> no, out no. Do we, we got have plenty, plenty, of, plenty time, of time to plenty of time. We've together. got, we've got so much more. And you were still, why, Julia? Please explain your theory of pulling M and M's out of your cookie, which we didn't instead of this. I think you should explain a theory of why you would buy. A six pack of cookies, not eat <laughs> like one of the cookies. Or why didn't you buy the M&M's? Or just buy the M&M's. This is the obvious question. Of course, Holly, this is the obvious question. Okay. But no, you do it this way because it's... So I pick all... All right. So this was a late night purchase after tennis, okay? Right. I just wanted ice cream. And they had M&M cookies at Speedway. But you walked the full away pack. from the pack of the M&M's. I don't even look at the pack of candy. I wanted a cookie. I thought I could freeze the cookie, crumble it up in the ice cream. and have you had the, a plan for that cookie. And have an M&M. Yeah. But the cookies are so soft, they don't freeze right. Mm. They're not like a ginger cookie that freezes hard that you can put into an ice cream and it's hard. This like is I, sugar first world problem. This is, this is so my mind, wanting yeah. carbohydrates late at night. Yeah. So I buy these cookies, which I don't, if you're on YouTube right now, I don't enjoy the cookies because I don't think they taste great and they're too soft for me. Mm-hmm. So I just pick out the M&Ms and mm-hmm. it's a whole process. When you're picking them out, it takes time mm-hmm. versus if you just open up a bag of M&M's and eat them, you would have like 30 in your mouth by the time you took 12 off a cookie. So it's, it's a it's, it's a, a M&M control. It's M&M. at, an, at a kind of an inflated rate. Right. It's something to do with your hands. Okay. It's something to kill time. Okay. It's totally inflated rate. Yes. But it's. But yet it's, it's awkward and weird, but it takes it's it extends the process of eating the M and M because you got those cookies like a couple nights ago now. So yeah. you're time traveling with your M and M's, Julia. That's is right, what you're Julia. saying. You are you are manipulating time, time. and space. That's right. With your M and M cookies, thinking I haven't eaten an entire big bag of M and M's. Which, if you just buy peanut M and M's, it's only like two seventy calories. And how much was those cookies? Like to I don't buy know. I those? didn't eat any. Oh, the cookies were five ninety nine. Yeah, for- so you're paying more for less M and M's, but yet it's keeping you from eating more and eating over a lot. You it's are really time- a weird thing. You're time traveling. It's with a your weird. Food. It's a weird little <laughs> thing that I do, and I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. It's not pretty. This is a solo activity, although I'm doing it in front of Lori today on the air. Yeah, you are. I didn't eat today. Did you guys eat? I, yeah. I didn't eat salad. Yeah, yeah I had a salad, what we, too. Oh, I had those pretzels with peanuts, and I'm here, or the peanuts with pretzels with peanut butter. I'm kind of hungry, and I got to go play tennis. My theory is you will be stopping for some carbohydrate sugar tonight on the way home from this, because you are now No, I'm not, going to tennis after this. You're not eating Blue Zone. 
friendly. Oh, Julia. and when it when have I ever done that? I love <laughs> that you throw that at me, Danny Butner. Is he coming to the fair? He told us on a uh, on a social media which one I have to look up that he's planning on the fair and he's planning on being with us and we just need to get our producing hats on and get it together and figure out what. Let me Hollywood speak that. Yeah. Julia, you have to contact him and schedule it. No, I can contact him, but he did have a fun voting thing for his next cookbook, which I think um, just on the cover. And he got like 10,000 people on Facebook to engage. I'm sure his publisher was was thrilled about it, but he's um, amazing. All I did was like it. I couldn't be bothered with voting or putting an opinion. I thought, well, why bother? Well, we've seen. I just liked it and shared it. You know what I mean? I want to just be passive that way sometimes about that stuff. But. Well, we saw the stress of having to enter in a new password today. For oh you. my! I'm Ticketmaster. No, people do not have time for all these answers. <laughs> it's like answers are like feelings on Facebook, as far as I'm concerned. Who has time? Yeah. Step above them. Time. I mean, my time is traveling slow and in a fun way, but a different direction. (laughs) We've learned nothing. And if anyone's still listening, thank you. Because we could use the three people that we have left after that. We'll be right back. Do like, you know, these guys were on GMA the other day, or it was the Today Show, Glass Animals. Kind of a fun story. Their whole, you know. I have a funny story. Okay, fine. Okay, so this just Get came away out. from glass animals and heat waves. What are the are songs people, of the summer, Jules? All right, these are the people we know. So anyway, so this came out. I don't know how. Um, do you guys remember the band Night Ranger? Kind of. Kind of. They were like let's a hair to, band, though. Like, let's go to 1985, okay? Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been my band. Okay, well, this is why we need to know them. Okay, so this is a good story. So they um, were the people who presented Prince... The album, they made the announcement for Album of the Year in 1985 at the American Music Awards. Okay. And because everyone knew Purple Rain was going to win, Prince's people sent Jack and Kelly from Night Ranger written instructions because they knew they were going to be the ones presenting the award. Yeah. And the winner is. And so this is what Prince's people, and I quote, sent to Night Ranger Mm -hmm. prior to the award show. We want to inform you that in no way should Jack Blades or Kelly Keegi speak to Prince or touch Prince in any way, acknowledge him whatsoever. Oh, dear. So Prince is coming up to stage to get his award. They can't say congratulations. Yeah, they goofy. can't look him in the eye. Oh, dear. They can't do anything. So anyway, so this this makes me laugh a lot. So they said, Jack said... That immediately he wanted to break the rules. Because when someone tells you something right, stupid right, right. like you're, that, you're like, you're telling one rocker, I mean, I'm going to poke the bear now, yeah, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so w- they found themselves seated at the award show in Next 1985, right behind Prince during the ceremony. And they kept tapping him on the shoulder, <laughs> talking to him, and quote, just pissing him off. Oh. They just were trying to piss him off because they knew they weren't allowed to talk, make eye contact, do anything. Oh, they also congratulated Prince and his crew when they came up to accept the award, even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah. But he says about 20 years later, they ran into Prince at something and kind of laughed about it. And Prince kind of smirked and was yeah, really laughing cool. about it, too. Oh, that's I just funny. think that's so yeah. funny because whenever someone tells you you, you can't, can't look something. them in the eye. It's like, oh, or I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Don't look under this bed. Don't right. look in this closet Anything. on the top shelf. I just think that's so funny. Don't Can you, that. excuse me, sir, I think yeah. I dropped my program. It's under your chair. Right. Excuse me, I dropped my lighter. Can you get it? 
excuse me, you've got something in your hair. Yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. me, can you lean down a little bit? You're too tall. I want to see over your prints. I mean, I just could see how they would just get going them and going them oh, on. Jeez. And you guys would remember Night Ranger. They had the song Sister Christian. Yes. yes. That was a huge song. And they're told not to look at a, at a yeah. fellow big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think. That's funny. So be careful, people. Whenever you tell someone not to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. Okay, so Holly, did you by any chance take a look at, uh, you posted the, you know, we asked Neil if he'd watched the Hulu, the Nicole Kidman, um, Nine Perfect Perfect Strangers. Strangers. He said, no, he hadn't. Well, the full trailer just came out today. So Holly posted it. Yeah. We watched it. Did you watch it, Holly? I did, yeah. And? I'm, I'm. I am curious. Same. Okay, so we read the, the book, book. Yeah. Oh, and, and we, we, we can't remember the ending. I can't remember <laughs> the ending. This happened to us with so many Big things. Little Big Little Lies. Lies. We couldn't we remember that both book. Leanne Moriarty books. So anyway, she, I remember being upset with this book because mm-hmm. it all the individual stories about the people going to this wellness camp, and it didn't, for me, come together till the end. The very end, which is how sometimes a good mystery suspense right. works, but the, the the character of Nicole Kidman, who plays the Svengali mistress, if you will, of this wellness center, right. who's like great, Eastern great. European. Yes. So she's got this wig on and, and an accent, and Michael Shannon pops up in it. And yes. People Melissa are laying McCarthy. in their graves at one point and all this stuff. And I'm like, why can't I remember this book? But I, I re- liked the book. I remember the one couple who won the lottery. Yeah. That's the couple I remember from and the, the, and guy, the family. And the, the family, mom and the dad yeah. and the daughter. Yeah. But it's it, we read it so long ago. Right. And this, it was a big, thick book. Yeah. Um, and it was different from some of her other books, I thought. I mean, it, it was, was just... it veered off um, in a more of a suspense in a different way. Leanne's books usually have like they had a love element usually in them or something. This didn't have any of that. Yeah, it didn't have. So I'm, I'm immediately there bored. There was romance. no screwing by the third page. No, Help me. Was, what yeah. am I going to do? Oh, dear. You know, I need to have sex but in it my looks, books. I don't know. It looks it looks intriguing. It does. Uh, that's going to be on Hulu on August 18th. So. Okay, so that's coming. So that is our first official trailer of that. And then... Um, I made Holly post this. Um, Andy Cohen has a sex grading reality show called X-Rated, which is going to be on Peacock on August 12th. Right. I am... It challenges, here's what the show is about. It challenges adult singles of all ages and backgrounds you to just, face raw, candid feedback on everything from their personality to sexual prowess to relationship skills from their exes on TV to find out how they can improve for the next re- relationship. This sounds terrible. I, I would, Lori. I mean... <laughs> Holly, no, I would never, 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 never. Like I want to, yes, I want, I guess if you can find uh, somebody that you broke up with that you'd like to get back at, that you could talk to be on the show for, to be for judged, some feedback, but so that you could really slam them or her, you know, but I mean, this just show sounds like a nightmare. It's called X-rated. I Andy. guarantee you're going to watch it. At least one, Lori. I know you will. If Peacock doesn't require a password. I think it does. So that's going to save me. That's going to save me. Oh, gosh, everybody. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.